Welcome! Today we're going to take a look at how Explore Analytics' rich geographical charting capabilities can let you take any New York City or New York State data set and map it visually over the map of the city or the state. So anytime you have a spreadsheet of you know, information that's broken down by district or by county or, or really by any kind of grouping, you'll be able to use Explore Analytics to get a real-time report of that data in just a few moments. Let's take a look at the map chart I already have. This is an out-of-the-box map chart using the maps that are available with Explore Analytics. This is using live data from an IT application, ServiceNow, to show what the percent of service levels that were achieved versus breached across various different areas. Every map chart has two geographical components. The first is what map we're drawing the data on top of. So you can see that I have data in some countries like China or France or Canada, but there are also other countries here that don't have any data at all but are still being drawn. That's the underlying map. What are we drawing this data on top of? And that's controlled here. So I could switch from map out of the box to US 50 states or US 48 states, as well as custom, which I'll show in a moment. The other component is how are we dividing up the data to draw it? You'll see in the left hand that we have location by country. So all of that data is being grouped by country and we're using the country field of that data set in order to match that data to the country. That's called the location by. So with the map, we say what they, where could the data be and the location by, we group the data on that map. Let's start with a new map. I'm gonna create a new view using some data that I already have which is a spreadsheet that I got from a government website of where all of New York City's free public Wi-Fi hotspots are. And I'll select next and we want to do a chart visualization. We'll call it map of free Wi-Fi and select finish. And for this we're using map charts. So you'll see that on the left I can select either points or geographical areas and then I have to select again where what we're using to draw that location by. So in this case I'm going to choose a field that represents the latitude for the latitude and the longitude for the longitude. So you'll see that now all of my Wi-Fi hotspots are being drawn but because we're still using the world map the map is not very fine-grained and, and really isn't helpful for this scenario. So now it's time to set a custom map. By selecting custom, I can now select any of the custom maps, so Canadian provinces or a map of a particular you know, office campus by building, but I'm just gonna select this maps button so that we can add a new one. I'm gonna select add and select a file. And in my New York City folder, I'm going to pull up boroughs. This is a map of New York City's five boroughs and we'll call it New York Boroughs. And now I can select that as the custom map. So you'll see now the data is redrawn and the dots are in basically the same place that they were before, but now the underlying map beneath it is going to be the five boroughs of, of New York, Manhattan, Staten Island, Brooklyn, Queens, and the Bronx. So now with any set of data I have that's based in New York City, 
whether I have latitude longitude or some other way of deciding that location, I can easily draw it on the New York City map with just a couple seconds, whether that's coming from live data or from a spreadsheet I've uploaded. But in this case, actually seeing each individual Wi-Fi as a dot on this map is maybe not the best way of looking at it. I'm interested in how many Wi-Fi hotspots there are by, let's say, council district. So instead of this location by latitude and longitude, I'd like to group it into areas. And then instead of by country or by state, we want to be able to do it by council district, which again will be custom. And now I can look at those custom maps. Again, I have Canada provinces, I have campus by building, but I don't have city council. So I'm going to select and click add. And from the same folder, I'm going to find my city council districts. Now you'll notice that there's an additional choice it asks me here, which is do I want to match features by ID or by a particular property? The reason is because in some data files, there might be multiple tags that say what shape is. In this case, there's really only one, which is the property called council district. So I'm, I can just select property any. So that way, the number is going to correlate to that property. Uh, and that's how Explore Analytics will know how to match up the data that's in the spreadsheet with the data that's in this custom map. So I'm going to select New York City Council. And the field that I'm going to use is this COUNDIST. Now again, we want to draw this onto that custom map. So you'll see now that by city council district, I can see how many Wi-Fi hotspots there are. And let me relabel this to say council district so that it's very easy for users to read. So now you can see that in city council district 3, there's 202 Wi-Fi hotspots. Whereas, you know, in some of these other ones, there's, you know, in District 31, there's uh, 16, in District 32, there's 48, etc. It makes it very easy for me to see where the biggest density of Wi-Fi hotspots are. Now, you'll notice that the map that's underlying this is different from the map, the, the location by. So that's why this line that divides Brooklyn from Queens is extra thick, because both the data and the map are divided there. So the map and the location by don't have to be the same thing. Again, this map could have some things that data isn't drawn onto. So you, that's why those two are controlled separately. Now, with all of this data, whether it's from a spreadsheet or whether it's connected to a real-time data source, by left-clicking, I can see view details. And it's actually going to show me the list view of those different Wi-Fi hotspots. So I can see which provider. So you'll notice that there's Link uh, NYC, which is the city's free uh, Wi-Fi. And there's also the public library and the transit wireless. So I can see the different kinds of, of Wi-Fi hotspots uh, that are available. And I can see any of the other details that's in that data. So now that we've created this, this, uh, this map and we've uploaded those custom maps, I can reuse those custom maps on any custom chart. So I'm going to create a new view against another set of data. This is from a database of all of the land and buildings that are owned by New York City government. It's called IPIS, the Integrated Property Information System. And we're going to do another map called Land Use City of New York. And again, another map. 
going to select geographical areas by custom and again we'll use the New York City Council and we'll use the council district and use our custom map of New York boroughs. So now again we'll see we see this as a number of things in each district but we can actually do something a little bit more advanced. Before we were just looking at the number of the count of rows, but we actually have the ability to pull together multiple pieces of data or sum up data here. So for example, uh, I could have the um, property square foot. So now this is actually going to total up how much total square foot of property there is in each district. So now that we can see that actually the most square foot that's owned is in City Council District 31. You could even take it a step further and have some real-time calculations against this data. So for example if I go and I select calculated I now have a formula builder. So I could say alright let's take the building square footage And we'll also add another piece of data, which is that property square footage. And we can divide the property square footage by the building square footage to get a square foot density. Right. So, the, so in that case, where does the city have the most square foot in the least amount of space? And in this case, it happens to be, uh, you know, uh, City Council District 51 actually has the most dense city-owned property. So there's a lot of ways that you could play with the data. You could add things together, divide them, you know, pull multiple pieces to together to form one coherent set of data. Let me show you an even more advanced use or a case for Explore Analytics with this data. I'm going to turn this into a list for a moment so that we can see uh, what this data looks like. Now you'll notice that when it comes to something like that city council district it says you know number one two three and that lines up with how our map understands it. But when it comes to the borough you'll notice that it's actually numbered also one two three four five with one being Manhattan, two being Brooklyn, you know three Queens etc. But let's suppose I want to turn that into something that's readable. This kind of data issue is very common where you have the data in one format, but in order to use it, you need to put it in a different format. So again, I'm going to use the formulas that exist in Explore Analytics to be able to say, okay, we're going to decode, which allows me to basically map the data and say, we're going to use the decode formula on Borough. And when it says one, we mean Manhattan. When it says two, we mean Brooklyn. When it says three, we mean um, Queens. Four is Bronx. And five is So now if I pull this borough field to the top, we can see that in real time it's taking that borough flag and turning it into this borough field. And now it's very easy by going to file and saying create a composite view, 
we're able to create a report that treats our calculated uh, view as if it was a table with that data in it. So I can say land use two, we'll call this. I'm gonna select the uh, New York boroughs and I'm going to use this calculated borough field on our boroughs map. And again, now I can see how many properties there are in each borough. So with just a couple clicks and kind of an Excel style formula, I'm very ab easily able to turn my data into the format that I need to use it in order to present that data. The key of this is that you can either connect to data in real time if it sits in a, you know, a MySQL or an Oracle database or if it's cloud hosted in a place that we can connect to. And rather than having to build these reports again and again, we can show that data in real time. We can have that data be drillable where a person can get to the data that sits behind this report. We can also publish this. So if I wanted to uh, share this or embed it in a website, I can go so live, it'll get that data on the fly. And when I click finish, I'm gonna have a URL that I can, I can show, an embed code that allows me to put this in a, in a website. So for example, this is a, a nonprofit partner that we use, the League of Independent Theater, and they actually use this to present a, a report of the number of members that they have by district. We pull this directly from their membership database and show this live so that very easily they can see, wow, you know, 76 of our members are in City Council District 3, 27 of our members are in D Council District 39. So it's very easy for people to look at the map and visually see, oh, where do, where do the members of the League of Independent Theater sit? And you can present that data. So now that we've seen some of those capabilities in terms of being able to very easily take any set of data and turn it into a geographic map, I wanted to show some examples of where I've been able to find some of these data, some of these maps, etc. So the first is on GitHub, there's a project called NYC-Maps, uh, and we'll have a link to this in the YouTube video notes. This is where I've been pulling all of the GeoJSON uh, divisions. So you see that it has city council, it has community districts, it has US Congress, state assembly, you know, Senate, school districts, really anything that you're going to need to be able to map data onto, you know, certain div divisions, you should be able to find the GeoJSON maps you need right here. If you're interested in finding data, you can look at uh, opendata.cityofnewyork.us. They have uh, a lot of data. This is where I got the public Wi-Fi. Uh, you know, they have all kinds of sets of data um, to be able to see noise complaints, so there's a lot of information here and I suggest you explore it. Uh, there's a lot across a number of different categories. In the same vein, there's a website called catalog.opendata.city, which has both GeoJSON maps as well as data that sits behind this across a number of different cities and, and uh, areas. So for example, you can find a shapefile of New York City zip codes here, uh, you know, lots of different maps, etc. And there's also on the federal side, data.gov. Here you can find population from the census or, or federal uh, education, you know, federal uh, employment statistics, anything that the federal government uh, collects, uh, which is almost 200,000 data sets, you can find here at data.gov. Lastly, there's also a lot of great information at Columbia, at the Digital Social Science Center at library.columbia.edu. There's things like po population breakdowns uh, and a lot of links to uh, other kinds of uh, uh, sets of data. 
So once you have those GeoJSON maps or if you have uh, those data sets, another really important tool I've found is, called, is at mapshaper.org. This allows you to upload any GeoJSON file. So for example, this is one for, this allows you to upload any type of map file and convert it to GeoJSON. So sometimes you'll find maps that are in a file format called shapefile or, or others. Uh, Explore Analytics uses GeoJSON, so MapShaper allows you to very easily convert that. It also allows you to simplify. So you'll see that this map of New York State counties has a lot of detail around the borders. I can very easily simplify this. It's still very le legible and very easy to see, but the file will be much smaller and will load much quicker for users. Just be careful not to oversimplify because then you'll have something that doesn't quite look like what you're expecting. So a nice healthy medium and you can figure out exactly how much simplifying is, is too much. There's also this uh, geojson-maps.ash.ms. This allows you to do the same but for countries. So for example, if I want to get a custom geojson for the United States, Canada, you know, and Greenland, I can just select those countries and click build custom geojson and I'll get those regions uh, immediately there. Lastly, on the Explore Analytics community portal, we have a thread that we've been using to store a lot of these uh, great sources of data and information. So if you come across any resources, please come back to our community and contribute it. Uh, we'd, be, we'd love to see what you're getting. Thank you very much for watching. Uh, if you're interested, you can sign up for a free 30-day trial and start to play around with this, and uh, we'd love to see what kind of maps you can get.